Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Apostle John L. Salton, the lion among lions in the lion's den. It is my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the lion's den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The lion's dens will bring you energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the advocacy of knowledge and education, but primarily strength to the weary in life from the sourcehood of our connection with our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. That's right, my friends. So you just need to roar. Uh-huh. Just roar. A lion leads. It's about having the courage. Roar. roar for your victory. Roar for your prosperity. Roar, man. That's what it takes sometimes. You just got to roar for your prosperity, for your deliverance, my God, and roar for your strength. That's right, a lion has to lead. Listen, I'm excited tonight. It's just me in the booth. And guess what? Tonight, I'm going to be talking to you about the spiritual laws of attraction. Huh? I know the world has the laws of attraction, the secret, but guess what? I'm giving, I'm letting you know it's no secret because no scripture is a private interpretation. And I'm going to give you the spiritual laws of attraction. And simply, the underscore is what you want, you can have. You say, Pops, I can't have what I want. Yes, you can. What you want, you can have. Listen, if you want to join me, you can go onto my Facebook page and get the uh, link, or you can call me at 516-418-5937. Tonight, I'm going to discuss the spiritual laws of attraction. What you want, you can have. There was a song in the movie Mahogany, Do You Know Where You're Going To? Do You Like the Things That Life Is Showing You? 
If not, then guess what? It's time for you to get out there and grab the bull by the horns. Now, when you grab the bull by the horns, something's going to happen. Either you're going to bring the bull down or the bull going to toss you. But just know when you grab the bulls by the horns, you ain't just grabbing a little kitty cat that's going to purr. You're, you're grabbing that serious action. So this is where you can make some changes that will upgrade the trajectory of your life. And tonight, I want to talk to you about those laws of attraction to your, how you to attract, how you can attract to your life, my God, those things you want and need to push, push you to a higher level, maybe even a higher dimension in self, in understanding, in actualization, maybe in just obtaining your basic needs. So, come on, let's, let's go for this ride tonight because uh, there's no panelists tonight. It's just you and I, mono e mono, all around the world, same song. No, it ain't the same song tonight. We're talking about the spiritual laws of attraction. Now, there are, are six laws that I studied extensively and looked into. That's the law of clarity, the law of release, the law of attention, the law of discipline, the law of the rising tide and the law of the breakthrough. Now I may not get through get through all of them tonight, but if there's a great demand from my listening audience after tonight's show, I may kick in and go in with it next week or at another time. But nevertheless, we're gonna talk about these laws because guess what? Life is governed by laws. If you don't believe me, there's one law that I know particular and and I am well acquainted with, and that's the law of gravity. That's right. You ever, uh, you ever, were you, I was a skater, and sometimes when I'm out there skating and my song come on, and guess what? I get to rolling fast, and sometimes my feet would slip from under me when I tried to do a move and didn't quite execute it right, and the law of gravity would take over. That's right. I hit the deck. That's right. I fell to the ground and tried to get up real fast and fell again. So, that's one law that we know acts, the law of gravity. So that's just one in particular, but there are many laws within this universe. And God gave them all to us, but once we respect those laws, know how to use them, we can enter into a life of satisfaction, a life of understanding, a life of wisdom, a life of power. And these laws tonight that I'm going to give you have the ability, uh, the inherent, inherent ability for you to attract things to you. So let's begin. Now, I'm going to start with the first one, the law of clarity, the law of clarity. There's a song that says, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. What was he saying? You ever been riding through uh, on, on a trip or just going somewhere, and it began to rain very, very, very hard? Uh-huh. And as that rain was coming down and it was hitting your windshield and your little windshield wipers in your hoopty, or your Benz, or your SUV, or whatever you was driving, that rain was hitting hard on your windshield, and you couldn't see your way through, right, because of the rain. You, as, you, as you continue on, you found other motor vehicles that was traveling beside you. Some people began to stop as they went through the storm. Other people kind of went along slowly as they went through the storm. Then, of course, you had a few people who outside of the box wanted to go extremely fast in the midst of the storm and, of course, to their demise. But nevertheless, but once the rain was gone, you said, I can see clearly now the rain is gone and you can get to your de destination. Well, that's what the law of clarity is about. It, bring, it gives you a clear vision of what's ahead of you or what's before you. 
uh, Dick, the late Dick Gregory, Gregory, uh, rest in paradise, rest in heaven, rest in peace, whichever acronym, whichever acronym you want to use. Uh, he said the the hardest thing to get people to see is the obvious. That's right. The hardest thing to get people to see is the obvious. Why? Because it's not about what you're looking at. It's what you see. We can be looking at the same thing and not see the same thing. You can be looking at it from one perspective, and I can be looking at it from another perspective. You know, you know, as they talk about the boy who was, uh, you know, for Christmas, and as the adage, as the tale goes, he got down to the Christmas tree, and there was a lot of manure. I know that's gross, nasty, whatever, but it was a lot of manure. And the boy said, oh, gosh, and he began to dig through the manure. And they was like, wait a minute, what are you doing? He said, what? All this manure? It's got to be a pony up under here. <laughs> yeah, you get it. That's how some people see things. They look at it. They say, man, I'm in a world full of manure, and I don't know what to do. I'm in trouble. Well, you have other people, when they find themselves in a place full of manure, they say, you know what? It's a pony down here somewhere because I'm coming out of this, and I'm riding my way out. <laughs> but the law of clarity is, has to do with what you see. Uh, what are you looking at? And what do you see? In Mark eight twenty four and 25, the man looked up. He said, I see men walking around, and they look like trees. Huh? You said, wait a minute now, something wrong, because men are not trees. When you look up at a tree, especially one of them oak trees or one of them uh, big old redwood trees, that's something to look at. And that, those trees grow, grow, grow. And they'll grow strong. And you say, well, men are not huge, humongous trees. That's not what they look like. So Jesus, uh, he put his hand, he did something else and put some sand on his eyes again and said, now what do you see? He said, you know what, now I see. His eyes were open and he saw with clarity. And that's what has to happen to us. We need the Lord to open our eyes so that we can see. Because sometimes we don't want to see the reality of a situation that's right before us. We look to the left, we look to the right, we look up, we look down. We're looking everywhere except for what's in front of us and what we need to see, right? And sometimes it takes other people to help us see it. I ain't talking about haters. I ain't, you know, some, yeah, sometimes your haters can't help you to see it, but the, your your haters, your underestimators, but in, in including your motivators, you know, people can help you to see things in a different way. You say, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know I was that valuable. I didn't know I was that important. What do you mean you didn't know you was that important? Because so many people are talking about me behind my back. It's got to be something back there that's important that's pushing me forward anyway. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at things. The law of clarity tells us that when we're totally clear about what it is we want and who we are, everyone picks up our messages and responds accordingly, not according to what we want them or how we want them to respond, but they respond according to who they are. Hey, I got to tell you, like attracts like. Those things that are like you will be attracted to you, and those things that are not like you will be repelled from you. Of course, they say opposites attract. Okay, maybe opposites attract, but birds of a feather flock together. Though opposites attract, yes, but opposites don't necessarily stay together. Opposites repel. Once you get around, it's like, wait a minute, you ain't you too different. You you know, 
that that's attractive. That's interesting. We look at that from afar, but when we get up close, we want something similar most of the time, something kind of that fits into our category that can be like us. I ain't talking about a clone or nothing like that because the Bible said, but the Bible said, how can two walk together? Uh-huh. That's it. I heard you, except they be in agreement. So there has to be some common ground. And for us, for us to be like Al Green said, let's stay together, okay? But the, the law of clarity, your inner magnet sends a ping out into the world. And those things that are in agreement with you pick up on that ping, and it makes its way to your signal as long as your ping is broadcasting. Uh huh. There are people right now who made their way to this broadcast. There are people who are listening to it online. There are folks in the studio. I see you. Oh, man, I see you, my brother. I see you, my sister. I see y'all. Ping is what brought you. But guess what? Your life is giving off a ping. And there are some people that are trying to get, get to you. But you can't give up too soon. You can't let go because they may have to go over the mountain and through the woods to get to you. Some of the people that are trying to get to you, guess what? Yeah, they, they may still be out there on drugs. Mm-hmm. There's some people that are trying to get to you that may still be caught up in a mess. Huh? They're trying to get to you, but there are obstacles, there are hindrances in their way to get to you. So I'm talking about the law of clarity. What are you looking at and what do you see? See things clearly. Don't don't pretend. Don't fool yourself. Don't fake yourself out. See what it is that's before you. That's the power of clarity. And the power of clarity causes you to accomplish. And because of its connection with the law of attention, which we're going to talk about in a minute, in a minute your clarity with attention to details, to your surroundings, Oh, my God, the sky is the limit for what you can have. Wait a minute. The sky is not the limit because if you look up, you can see up and you can see the clouds. But when you look past the clouds, guess what you see? You see space. And if you see space, guess what that is? That's opportunity and room for you at the top. That's right. So what are you – but then within the law of clarity, now that you can see, what is it that you're looking for? Because if you if you got clear vision and you're looking around, you're looking around, you see a whole lot of everything, everything, everything. So what is it that you are looking for? James 1 and 6 said, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Let him ask with certain clarity, not like one who's confused. For a man that wavers back and forth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Why? Because a double-minded man, a double-visioned man is unstable in all his ways. Or let's say it like this, a person lacking clarity is unsteady and insecure in their business dealings. Be careful with people who don't have clarity, who can't see clearly. It's one thing to be able to, to, to know that you're walking into a trap. And I said, man, you're walking into a trap. And you say, I know, I got this. I'm going to be all right. Okay, that's good. Or versus somebody else who said, oh, man, that ain't no trap. Those are just, uh, those are just irons laying around. It's like, okay, this brother, this, this brother, this sister is not seen clearly. My God, where has the time gone? Listen, we got to take a quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to talk to a few of my listening audience and see if anybody have any questions. All right? Y'all hold on. I'll be right back. Hello. My name is Minister Lloyd Bell, Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. 
God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. Hey, I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. You're tuned in to Strength from the Lions Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Win Radio. Al Davis said it best. Just win, baby. Just win. I tell you, I tell y'all every week I'm partnering with a team of good people at We Inspire Network Radio. And I, I, I don't want to give out the hint, but they working on something visual. You better watch out now. Listen, I want to thank everyone who's tuned in tonight. I, I hollered at a few people. Some people said something. Some people didn't. But guess what? I'm glad that you're tuned in. Hey, I'm going to try back again in a little bit. See, can I get some of those callers on the air? But what are we talking about? The law of clarity. And we're asking you, what are you looking for? What's that song that Kurt Franklin has said? What you're looking for? What you're looking for? I know what you're looking for. So, and when I left off, I would say, don't be double-minded. Don't be double-visioned. You got to see what you, you got to see and know what it is that you're looking for. That way, when you know what you're looking for, you won't just take any and everything because you know exactly what you want. And you're not going to settle. Huh? I'm going to say it again. When you know what you're looking for, you're not going to settle. See, clarity frees us to move forward in our lives, and it opens up doors of opportunity. That's what it does, my friend. Clarity accounts for a probable 80% of success and happiness. Why? Because we can see clearly. We can see what we're dealing with. Sometimes uh, we want the truth. And sometimes, uh, you know, when the truth comes, it's like, you know what, I don't know if I want the truth or not, but a lot of people want to know about questions of truth. And, you know, I ask people about a question of truth. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) You got to be able to handle the truth. Sometimes the truth ain't always pretty, and it ain't always supposed to be, but it's real. And anybody who 100 like me, you know, you like real, because real recognizes real, right? Clarity, clarity, clarity with regards to your goals. Your achievement in life is largely determined by how clear you are about what it is you really, really, really want. What do you want? I'm just asking, what do you want? And I'm asking, let's say, not that if I was God, just say if God spoke to me and I spoke to you and as God was speaking to me and God said, ask them what do they want. And I ask you, what do you want? If you can't give me an answer, guess what? You're going to be in a little trouble. You say, okay, come back in about three years, Lord, and let me figure it out. That's three years of your life going by. You got to know what you want. Think about it. What do I want? Well, I want what God wants. Well, God wants a lot of stuff. He does. So I want everything God wants. Are you sure about that? You, you, got, you might need to dig into the word a little bit more and get what it is that you need to get. Listen, what are you not seeing and what are you, what are you not seeing and what are you not seeing it? What are you not seeing 
and why are you not seeing it? What are you not seeing and why are you not seeing it? See, the law of clarity is very responsible for frustration and underachievement, uh, or should I say the lack of clarity is, is why it's responsible for frustration and unachievement in reaching our goals because you can't see it. You don't feel like you're there. See, that's why it says success is tied to clearly seeing goals and achieving them. People with clear written goals written down, they accomplish those things. The Bible said write the vision, then make it plain so that he that reads it or he that sees it can run with it. Like Lack of clarity ties up our mental energy, and it keeps us in a state of confusion, man. Come on. That's why we don't see what we need to see because we're in a state of confusion from not seeing our goals. I'm just going to break it down like this. The more clearly you define and redefine and underscore your goals, the more you think about them. And what you think about, you become. Listen, the clearer you will become about your goals as you think about them often. The clearer you are about what you want, the more likely you are to do more and more of the things that are consistent with achieving those goals. See, meanwhile, you, you will do fewer and fewer of the things that don't help you to get the things that you really want when you have no clarity. Clarity, clarity, clarity. My God, life does not give you what you want. Life gives you who you are. I can go on talking about clarity, but let, let me, I'm going to jump to the law of relief. Huh? Listen, that's number two. The law of relief is when you let go what you no longer want and need. You make way for the new and want it into your life. Christy Whitman said that. The law of release is when you let go of what you no longer want and need. Huh? Not, not, that's, that's, a, that's a combination of strength right there. You no longer want it, and you no longer need it. That means you no longer have a desire for it, and it's no longer effective in your life. So why are you – wow. I just had to – hold on. I had to take a breath on that. Why are you holding on to something that you no longer have a desire for and is no longer productive in your life? That's taking up space. That's taking up energy. And that's taking up commerce as well as uh, maybe productivity. You, you need to let it go. That's the law, the law of release. Clean out what you are. Clean, clean out what you are no longer using or needing. Clean it out. Do some uh, detoxing around your life. Clean out your closets, your desk, your cars, any place in your life that has clutter. Somebody once told me less is more. I, I didn't understand what they were saying at the time, but as I began to think on that thing and look at it from a, a, a gradual perspective of understanding, less is more. See, cl clutter stops the flow of abundance in your life. Clutter, just because you got a lot of stuff, don't mean that you have a lot of stuff. You could have a lot of stuff, and it could be a lot of nothing. If you have projects that you've been working on, come on, do whatever it takes to complete them. Come on, clear up that clutter. Get rid of those things that are wasting your time, draining your energy. Come on, you got to get busy. You got things to do. You got things that need to be done, but your energy is being drained. Things are filling the spaces in your life. Give some of that stuff away. Get rid of some of that stuff. I didn't say I didn't. Well, some of you can sell, 
you know, it, it may bring in a, pro- a profit for you, but you got to clear up your life. Get rid of that clutter, whether it's emotions, emotional clutter, physical clutter, the presence of people clutter, mental clutter, thoughts that are just baggage in the form of worry. Come on, my friend, get rid of that. See, Luke 6 and 38 said, give and it shall be for uh, for for uh for the use of this study, given it shall be given unto you or attracted to you. Give and it shall be given or attracted to you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give back into your bosom, into your hands. For with the same measure that you give out, it's going to be given back to you again. But if you don't give out nothing, nothing can get in. You got to get rid of some stuff. You got to let go. See, one way to release is to forgive. Forgive all those who you feel have taken from you and hurt you in some kind of way. That's emotional baggage. Invest a few minutes in a day just forgiving. And it's easy. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's easy to do. I'm not, it's not easy to maintain. It takes, some, it takes some time. Just saying the words is the threshold of releasing. But it was song, if your heart isn't in it, hey, your lips may be there and word, but your heart has to be there too. See, it, the threshold of the initial state is saying, I forgive and release, say that person's name, and wish them well, and then wish them away. See, this means even forgiving yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgiveness is not saying I agree with what you did. But it's saying I refuse to be emotionally imprisoned by what was done to me. I refuse to emotionally imprison myself for what I do, what I did. Guilt, man, will kill you. Guilt, man, will hurt you. You got to let that guilt go. Judas hung himself. Why? Because of the guilt. I'm telling you, let it go. That's the law of release. You know, you got to eliminate some things out of your life. Dump all the poverty thoughts, words, beliefs, and actions. Dump this stuff. Poverty, poverty thoughts, poverty words, poverty beliefs, poverty actions, poverty people. You got to dump that stuff. Think about what it is that you want, why you want it, how you will feel when you receive it. My God. Sometimes that just drives you right there, thinking, how will I feel when I receive this thing? Now, as a, a, a sidebar, a side note, now, you can't look to a thing or a person, if I get this thing or this person, my life is going to be so much, I'm going to be happy. Well, guess what? You may get that thing and find yourself not happy. You may find yourself still saying, yeah, but I want this. Yeah, but I need that. So you got to uh, come to grips with yourself first before you start filling your life with things and people. Because I've been there, done that. I've had things, and I thought those things would make me happy. But you got to understand when Jesus said a man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things which he or she possesses. Let that stick for a minute. But think about what you want, why you want it. See, become aware of what's limiting you. What's limiting you? Well, because they don't, they, what? Oh, you, you a day date. 
<laughs> you a day day. Well, they didn't do this and they didn't do that and they wouldn't. No, no, no. Ain't nobody. Don't be a day day. Is that your nickname? Your nickname is day day. They won't do this. They won't. You are limiting yourself based on other people's responses and reactions to you. It's time out. To, you got to release the day and bring in the I am. I am either I am or I am not. I am doing this or I am not doing enough of that. I'm just telling you how, I'm just telling you the way I see it, right? And you can take that and run with it. But you got to release the law of release saying let go. Let go some things so that the things that you want, the better things, can come into your life. And sometimes I heard a man say, you got to do it right here while God is doing it over there. While you're doing it right there in your mind, in your heart of hearts, saying, Lord, I release this person. Lord, I release these things. Or you physically begin to do some things, and guess what? While you're doing that action over here, God has already begun to work over there. Dump all that stuff. But the, and then become aware of your limiting beliefs. Release them. Let them go. See, you ever heard of the Wiffum? <laughs> the Wiffum is called West In It For Me. Everybody has a Wiffum. I'm just telling you, they do. And some people, everybody has a Wiffum. And you have to be serious about your Wiffum. What's in it for me? And I'm not talking about from a selfish perspective. I'm not talking about from a selfish point of view. The Wiffum, uh-oh, ding, 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 ding. I got to go to break. Hey, to all my listeners around the world, thank you for helping make Strength from the Lion's Den a very, very powerful podcast. But I got to go to a break. You hang on. You stay on. Hang long. I'll be right back, my friend. I got to go to break. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with WIN to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. What's the difference between the gazelle and what's the difference between the lion? What's the difference? I know that they're wired different, but what's the difference? And what I discovered is that the gazelle is running from something. I asked myself the question about the lion, and I said the lion is not running to be rewarded. The lion is running to eat. Every single day, the lion is running to eat. You've got to ask yourself, what's your why? What motivates you? What pushes you? What drives you? You can have it. You can be it. You can do it.
My God, we're back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. You tune in to Strength from the Lion's Den. Uh, we're powered by We Inspired Network Radio. Thank you, everybody, who's tuned in tonight around the globe worldwide, baby. Listen, tonight I'm talking about the spiritual laws of attraction. Hey, when I left off, I was talking about the Wiffum. A lot of people ask me, Apostle Solomon, what's the Wiffum? What's this Wiffum you be talking about? That Wiffum is what is the acronym for what's in it for me? You know, I now you know I'm a little mafia movie, you know, you know, connoisseur Africandia. So you know, I like one, and one of them was Scarface. And Scarface, everybody talk about the rules. One of the rules is never underestimate the other guy's greed. That means you don't. You got to know what do they want in the deal. What are they trying to get out of it as well? That's the nice version. But the Wiffum is what's in it for me. Not looking at the Wiffum in a selfish type of way, but everybody have a Wiffum. Even the Lord Jesus had a Wiffum. Huh? The Bible said in Hebrews 12 and 2, looking unto Jesus, mm-hmm, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, who for the joy, who for the joy that was set before him. You saying he had a Wiffum? The the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, I'm not just saying that Jesus did it because of that, but there was a will from in it. There was something in it for Jesus. Yeah, he loved us. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Yeah, Jesus stayed on the cross because he loved us. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. But for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross because he knew there was a prize on the other side. See, sometimes we just go in and stuff, okay, ask somebody what they want for their birthday. What do you want for your birthday? I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. It's all right. I'm going to bring you a rock. And you're going to say, what's this? You say, whatever, whatever. And you're going to say, but this is a rock. I thought thought it was the thought that count, brother. Come on now. You told me whatever. Now you mad because I brought you a gift of a rock? (laughs) See what I get you next year, see? (laughs) Okay. But I'm saying, what's in it for me? Your wisdom has to be healthy. Your wisdom can't be, uh, it's not a selfish agenda. But your time is valuable. Your energy is valuable. You are valuable. Your vision is valuable. Sometimes you got to have a wisdom that say, what's in it for me? Okay, what's in it for me? I'm doing this because I like the feeling that comes when I help people. Mm-mm-mm. Another wisdom may be, I'm doing it because I'm just supporting my brother or my sister. So the wisdom doesn't have to be have, have to be anything tangible, but it has to be something that you're getting out of the equation. It's something that you're getting out of the deal in return, unless you're just the person who just whatever, anything, whatever, however. No, no, you're valuable. Your time is valuable. Your energy is valuable. You have to make it. When you make an investment, you get a return. So we're, we're talking about right now. We're talking about the law of release. So. You got to release some things that poverty thinking, the poverty of thoughts, those poverty actions. Take responsibility for your own mind, your own mouth, your own faith, your own actions, and then just ask. You got to ask. The Bible talks about what causes fights and quarrels among us. He said, don't they come from your selfish desires that battle within you? You desire, but you don't have. So you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and you fight. And you do it 
and you don't have because you haven't asked God. If you have not, that's it. You said it because you asked not. We need to pass the ask test. Let me get that. Let me make sure I say it right. I don't want to miss that K at the end of that word. You got to pass the ask test. The ask test. See, you got to ask. See, don't go around begging. Too many people begging. You begging man. You begging God. God can never tell us to beg. He said come boldly to the throne of grace. I know they told you to come by the bench and knee down and your head hanging to the ground and talk to the Lord who sits high and looks low. (laughs) Yeah, y'all like that. But no, what I'm saying, we need to pass the ask test. Ask God. God said ask and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened. You know, we got to ask. If two of you shall agree on anything as touching, if they shall ask all things, ask whatever you shall ask in my name. I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name. Be anxious for nothing but everything in prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. You got to ask. But guess what? When you're dealing with the sons of men, the Bible has a remedy for that too because you, you can ask the sons of men and it not be given. So the Bible told us, told us at some point when you're asking for what's yours and it's not given to you, you already got it. The violent take it by force. I ain't talking about going out there robbing and stealing from people. Don't AJ, don't OJ nobody. But I'm saying you, at some point you ask for what's yours and you ain't getting it. It's like, look, you know what? I got to rise up and go take what's mine. You know, I ain't saying steal or kill nobody, but the violent take it by force. Pursue, overtake, recover. Go and get that which God has given to you. You know, and then then the last one of the law of release, eliminate drains and waste in your life. Eliminate them. You're in relationship with people who drain your energy. Ask yourself, why am I still here? You engage in activities that drain all your energy. Ask, why am I still doing them? You got to start eliminating those people and circumstances in your life. And you'll find you got more energy to create. But you know what? Sometimes we don't want to let it go because we don't want to have a little TKO. You got to let some things go, though. You got to let some people go because guess what? They're taking up space that belongs to people who want to prioritize you, to some people who want to celebrate you. You know, I'm just saying you take that and run with it. Uh, The third law is the law of attention. Now, this is the one I love right here. Now, I think I might have to conclude with the law of attention uh, before my next break. I'm, I'm going to stay with the law of attention, and we're going to take that over into the break, the other side of the break, talk with some of our listeners, see who got something to say, whatever. But the law of attention is powerful. Acts 3 and 4, Peter looked straight at him, as did John, and Peter said, look, attract to us. Look at us. See, the law of attention is where attention is intent, man, power represents. The law of attention is about what you are giving your attention to. Where attention goes, baby, power flows. The law of, atten- the law of attention is about what are you giving your attention to. Not just your thoughts, but what and who are you putting your heart into. And not what attention are you giving to your problems and challenges versus the good things and the people in your life? You ever been in church where they thank God for the members that was there 
and not, you know, and not, and you know, they they thank we thank God for the members that are here, you know, but we wait for those who are on their way. Wait, wait a minute, you wait for those who are on the way. I'm, I'm hey, I'm right here. Hey, can, can you look at me? You know, I'm here live with my offering. You come out. Thank God for those who are on their way. Thank God for those who had a desire to give. And you know, I'm like, wait a minute. Sometimes we're celebrating the wrong people. Sometimes we're paying attention to the wrong things. You ever been in church where they made the members feel less than and made the guests feel special? The guests weren't ever coming. The guests, I understand uh, you want to get, get your guests, you want them to join, but if you would make it a habit of making everybody feel welcome, the people who are already there especially, and also the people who are coming, because sometimes the guests may not come back, but the people who are there, they're faithful, they're true, they're there every week. Make them feel special. Make them feel wanted. Give them the time, the attention. Celebrate them. Celebrate those who celebrate with you. I'm going to tell you, God said it best. He said, he told me, I'm going I'm to bless those that bless you. You mean, you ain't going to bless the less fortunate? I'm going to bless. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to bless. I'm going to rain on the just as well as the unjust. I'm going to do that. But I said, I'm going to bless those that bless you. See, sometimes we want to bless those that don't have, and I'm not talking about the have and have nots. I'm not getting into that debate. But you got to bless people who are blessers so that they can keep on blessing. Boy, I sound like Reverend Knight. Let me stop this here. Listen, I see what you're saying. But the law of attention, what are you paying attention to? See, for myself, I learned that first I must appreciate the good things and the good people in my life. Giving my attention to those who I appreciate allows them to know that they are appreciated. See, me being thankful for the circumstances in my life reminds me just how much I have. Despite not having everything, I have so much. See, when I start giving my attention and caring for the good things, people, and circumstances in my life, I feel a lot more hopeful about the uncertainty of the future. Baby, you better believe where attention goes, power flows. Whatever we give constant attention to in our lives is what we will manifest. We manifest the outcome to the percentage we give the attention to. Man, uh, Jacob, God gave Jacob a strategy, and he laid these branches before the animals, and when they made it and they looked at those things, they birthed after what they were looking at. One of the economics, one of the uh, principles of economics in God's economy is that uh, the seed gives after it, it. The seed gives according to its like kind. The seed reproduces after itself. My God, Mm-mm-mm. that that, that I, I just I, I'll roll I'll roll right through that one. See, but understand, no no two people think alike or have the same expectations. We all influence the outcome of our lives by the thoughts, words, actions that we focus our attention on. We, in a sense, we create our own reality. In a sense now, the things which we have power over, the environment we have power over. Because God said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Look at what you ordered. What did you order for your life? Yeah, I'm going to have a side of diabetes. Uh, uh, put some put some stress sauce on top of that diabetes. Uh, I want to... Uh, give me some taxes, some low. Give me a lot of taxes, some extra. Uh, what else? What, what else? What, what you want, baby? You want a side? You want a side of heartache? Yeah. Let me get a side of heartache. Come on now. Stop ordering certain stuff in your life. I'm, I'm gonna go to the counter. Yeah, I, I want to get that Mercedes. Yeah, I already ordered it. Yeah, I want, I want that Mercedes. Uh, yes, I want a larger house. 
yeah, I want I want some joy, some peace. I don't want y'all to think I'm just mature. Listen, I want some joy, some peace, some happiness. I'm ordering some things for my life according to my thinking. What are you ordering for your life? My God, the law of attention. Aiming our attention works similarly to aiming a flashlight. Whatever you point it at, that's what's going to highlight it. You got to be careful what you highlight. You got to be careful what you give attention to, what you draw attention to. Anyway, listen, uh, I got to go on a break. We'll be right back, and we're going to close it out. I think I got some people here. I got, got to join me on this end. Y'all hold on. I'll be right back. Hello. My name is Minister Lloyd Bell, Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. Hey, I'm back, Apostle John L. Solomon Strength from the Lions Den. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Listen, we're powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Strength from the Lions Den. Hey, I thank y'all tonight for joining me. My last few minutes. Guess what? I got Prophet Reed, who's gonna be coming to Georgia real soon with me. But hey, I got him on the line tonight, brother, Mr. CEO, my big brother. Come on, man. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank hey, you. How you doing? Hey. Hey man, I'm doing good. Hey, we uh we're talking about the spiritual laws of attraction and we was on that law of attention. Uh where where attention goes, power flows, man. I was just rolling through it. And uh yes, hey, you, you know, let, let let's talk. <laughs> hey, but I want you to uh give give us some insight cuz you know about attention, you know about highlight highlighting things in your life good and bad. Go ahead and share with the listeners, man, around the world. Well, once again, it's an honor, Apostle. I appreciate you and uh to the good folks out there, uh, this is some good stuff tonight. I'm thoroughly excited. Um, focus, that's that's a good keen word. We hear it in the world, we hear it in church. Mm-hmm. But do we really understand what focus is? You know, when we understand that we have that power, we have that control, of really, like you said, what we focus on, when we put our sight on. Wow. I know you, you're a lion, man, but you love that eagle. That eagle has that keen, <laughs> focused vision that he can see from afar. Right. And, and scoop down and get what he wants. So if we just understand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, and, and the word I was hearing with the focus to go against that is distractions. Everything is a distraction if it oh, ain't man. towards your focus. And distractions can mm-hmm. come through the kids, through the husband, through the wife, through the job. If you know what God says mm-hmm. to you and has given you a, a vision and, and you're trying to go for it, you got to hone in. You got to mm-hmm. focus. Yeah, you're going to lose some friends. You're going to lose some family. <laughs> and, and you're going to mm-hmm. gain some uh, enemies. And <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. So anytime mm-hmm. you decide mm-hmm. to, to, to obey and focus and, and, and keen in, folks not going to understand you. Mm-hmm. Now, now you used to be That's cool. Right. You used to be down. You used to be 100. Mm-hmm. Now you, I said 100, I know. You, you know, yeah, now you all uppity, now you all ippity, now you all, you know, we got names. Well, we just yeah, yeah, choose to decide yeah. to just focus on something. We want better for our lives. 
We know God wants better mm. for us. Jesus said, I've come that you may have life in that more abundantly. So, man, so possibly, hey, you step right. You, 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 hey, you step to it, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate you. You step to it. But, you know, you said something. You said we want better for our lives. People have the tendency to say, well, what's wrong with where you are now? You know, because they're on the outside looking in, but they have the, mm. what's wrong with where you are now? You know, why mm. you want to do mm. that? You know, they're mm. quick to question your actions. They're, they're quick to question your actions in a negative sense because, mm-hmm. go ahead, man. Because they want it too. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, so we, uh-huh. we had a thing that was called uh, <laughs> keeping up with the Joneses. If the Joneses went and got a Cadillac, yes, you had to go get a Continental. If you got a Continental, then the Joneses went and got a Mercedes. You went a Mercedes, they went and got that BMW. It, it's just amazing. Mm. But when we, when, when you truly understand, it's enough for everybody because God is the Creator. It, it, it's more than enough. He said, "Beloved, I've given you everything. Everything is the key word. I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness." Mm. So 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 it, it, it's wow. it's enough it's, it's enough he is he is all we need and he's our source so we can focus and key in on him and what he's already given us the ability the talents and and, and the will see that's where another comes into play that will that he's given us that free will it comes into play mm-hmm. you know sometimes well, I'm waiting on the Lord to to do some things baby that's it come on <laughs> now be there you go. because he said I'm giving you everything <laughs> given. I've given you everything, not some things. I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. So we're a complete package. Come on, yes. When Jesus said it was finished, he said it was finished on the cross, not halfway done. He said it is finished. So now y'all go on, brother. Y'all go on. Yeah. And and do what God created y'all to do. Man, that's powerful. Prophet, prophet, that, that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Prophet Reed, my big brother, Prophet Philip Reed, Sr., Mr. CEO. Brother, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for chiming in. Your words are valuable. They go, man. God bless you, man of God. Appreciate you. Love you. All right, brother. Appreciate you, man. Love you. Did, did you hear what the prophet said? He said, focus. The law of attention. One of the pillars of attention is focus. You you ever, you well, you ever had a gun and you scoped? No, I'm not talking about, uh, well... Anyway, you, you a hunter, you may have been hunting squirrels. Let me bring it out of that NRA arena. I don't want y'all to think I'm out here shooting folks and that. But if you got, got a gun and you got a scope on it, if you got a gun and you shooting deer, you know, shooting squirrel or whatever, but if you got a scope on it, guess what? You can see better. You need to get a scope for your goals. Get a scope for your vision. And that way when you close your eyes and you look into that scope, you can see it with pinpoint accuracy. As uh as uh Prophet Prophet Reed was talking about, the eagle. The eagle can see from long distance. He can see his prey from long distance, even way up in the sky. He can see what it is that he's after. We gotta get eagle eyed about some things and begin to go for it. Just like the, the woman with the issue of blood and this may close out our segment here, but the Bible says she was diseased for 12 years, and she came up through the rush, through the mob, through the mosh pit. But she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, that's attention. She was paying attention to him, but then she focused in on his garment. See, sometimes we're trying to get the whole loaf. She just said, if I could just get a slice of bread, if I could just get a crumb, something magnificent going to happen. And what is that? I shall behold. Her attention was intentional. See, her attention 
was intentional. When you pay attention to something, make sure your attention is intentional. See, when you, like when a man is courting a woman, and when he gives his attention to her, it's intentional because he wants something, or vice versa. We, we'll leave that alone, but say that for another show. But Jesus turned around. And he saw her. He said, daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith made you whole, and the woman was made whole from that same hour. See, she didn't resist. She rather opened up and received. That's what happens. We're resisting the flow of the Lord in our lives. We're resisting the Holy Ghost trying to move us through something, to something. Even in the midst of struggle, we shut down and close down. God is saying, uh-uh, don't close up shop. Don't shut down. What do we do? We run away. We retreat. There's a time for that. There's a time for everything. I'll give you that, uh, scholars. But in certain seasons, you've got to open up and receive. Resistance always brings more of the same energy. What you're resisting begins to resist you. What you resist persists. See, if you fight anything, you're engaged in keeping it active. As long as you meet that negative attention with the same intent, it will continue to be a fight. Sometimes you've got to change the energy. If they come with negativity, you've got to switch to the positive. If they go over to the positive, you might need to switch to the negative. I'm not saying be negative, but you've got to set that thing in balance. Mm. Anyway, I'm talking about your focus. You're the law of attention. If you want something to end, you got to stop giving it energy, food, fuel, light, emotion, attention. If you don't want something to stop, then keep matching the attention it needs, and you just keep feeding into it. See, if you don't feed your pet or yourself, you will die. If you stop watering your plants, they will die. I got a few of them in there. Keep, I, every, every morning I walk out and say, hey, hey, can we get some water, brother? Yeah, we got all the sunlight we can handle. Can we, can we just get a little drop of water? <laughs> I'm a water y'all, fellas. Listen, but if you, don't, if you stop watering your plants, they're going to die. When you stop giving energy to your problems, your problems will eventually die. Energy goes where your attention goes. Take your attention away from it, and that energy will go away. Put your attention on what you want with the intent or the expectation that you will give it to the energy it needs to grow. you got to give your attention to the things that you want in life. You, I, I'm not saying that you're ignoring things. I'm not talking about ignoring and avoiding. I'm talking about just pulling the attention away, little by little, putting, pulling the attention away. And to, at, at some point, guess what? It's going to stop being fed. It's going to cry out for food. It's going to cry out for fuel. It's going to cry out for attention. But if you wanted to die, you got to turn away from it and say, go ahead on. And just begin to let your power flow with the law of attention into the things that you want. Pay, I'm buying it with my attention. Pay for it with your attention. Peter, Peter and John looked on the man and said, silver and gold have we none. Now, now they, weren't, they weren't saying we ain't got no money. And a lot of people have said, well, they didn't have seven gold. I'm sorry, but they went from 120 people to 3,000 at one service, and the people began to sell property and lay it at their feet. The apostle, if the apostle was saying they ain't had no money, they just lied because they, they, they 120 member church grew to 3,000. And the people who were converted began to sell properties and houses, and they were laying the money at their feet. So they went into the temple, and they told the man, silver and gold, have we none? So they, they had some money. 
So what he he looked at them expecting to receive some money because they had it. He looked at them expecting because they looked like they had something. They weren't saying we didn't have we don't have silver and gold. They were saying we don't have we silver and gold is not what you need, my brother. You can get that, you can acquire that, but what you need here we give that to you. You need to be up, walking, moving, making things happen. You, we can we can throw you a few dollars or throw a few nickels and dimes. We can give you a hundred or whatever you want for that day. But guess what? You still gonna be in the same condition that you're in tomorrow, even with this one hundred dollars. So they weren't saying silver and gold have we none, really, in a sense. But what they were saying, silver and gold is not what you need. But what you need is this power of God, this power of Christ, this power of Jesus, not the man upstairs, not the big guy in the sky, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. That's what he needed, and that's what they gave him because he said, look, they said, look, look on us, pay attention to us and get what you need. Some people, they can't get what they need because they won't look at you. He said, look at us. Peter and John told him, look at us, gaze at us. Look on us. We have what you need. You're thinking it's money. You're thinking it's dollars. But my friend, right now, you need some data. You need some research. You need some understanding. You need some information about your condition, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, a word of prophecy that's going to speak to you right where you are. People, they make fun of prophecy nowadays. You know, just go in the Bible and get a word. Yeah, go in the Bible and get a word. Sure, go ahead. Go and get Noah's Ark. What Noah, Noah's Ark talking about a flood. Yeah, you need your water bill paid. So, yeah, go read Noah's Ark and talk about the water. No, my friend. You need a word that speaks to your situation. You need to know the heart and the mind and the counsel of God for your situation. I ain't talking about pay for prophecy, but I'm talking about get around a man or a woman of God who has the heart and the mind of God who can speak to you because right now when you're out of focus, when your attention is on everything that's collapsing and falling out around you, my friend, you need the mind of God, the counsel of God, and you need a man or a woman of God who has the ear of God to speak into your life, my God, so that you can say, so you can say, you know what? I was paying attention to the wrong thing. Peter was walking on water. I was walking on water. I was living by faith. I was believing God. I was doing it big time, but then I began to think about, well, what they going to think about me or what they going to say about me? Well, what if this happened and self-sabotage begin to kick in and all those that thinking, thinking begin to come up and the opinions of people and how they was looking at you funny. My friend, you were looking up. You were focused and pinpointed on what you needed to be doing in that season. And then as the prophet said, distraction came. Mm-mm-mm. My friend, the law of attention. It's time to pay attention to what we need to be looking at. So all my listeners, thank you for being here with me tonight. You are something powerful. We're talking about the spiritual laws of attraction. Listen, I'm going to come back in a few weeks and talk up and finish up with the other three laws that we focus on. But join me next Wednesday. Guess what I'm going to be doing? Uh-huh. The poetry release. Huh? I'm going to be doing the, po- the poetry show, the poetry expose. I want you to call in and read your poetry on the air. All right, now, you know what that means. You got to be nice. But anyway, I want you to call in and read your poetry on the air live. That's right. Uh, what a, the poetry expose? That's what the producers are calling it. The poetry expose, huh? The poetic, beautiful, beautiful poetry. 
So call in and inspire somebody with your poetry. Call in and inspire somebody with your poetry of inspiration, your poetry of motivation, your poetry of uh, relationship, whatever your poem is. You know, we can't have no cussing on my show, but call in. I want to hear your poetry, all right? So to all my friends, to all my family, thank you for being here, and I will see you at the same time, same same time, same channel. We inspire network network. We believe in you and we want you to win, my friend. God bless you and have a great, great evening. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus